Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is WSBT's Community Update on 96.1 WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. They've helped protect us from coronavirus over the past year, but face masks may also have had some negative effects on health. How will getting rid of masks change things? To put it plainly, things will be just going back to normal, but that also means the return of several common illnesses. Before the coronavirus pandemic, children and workplaces would commonly see sicknesses throughout the year. In a normal year, most elementary age or preschool age kids will have five or six colds a year. Um, I haven't seen exact numbers over this last year, but again, with all these mitigation strategies in place, there likely was some decreased transmission. Mask wearing has helped decrease those common sicknesses like the flu and the cold, but now mask mandates are ending and we're taking steps to return to normal. That means more and more people will likely be dealing with those common illnesses. St. Joseph County Deputy Health Officer Dr. Mark Fox says he believes children will likely struggle the most. I would expect we'll see more of, of those kind of episodic viral illnesses uh, as people return to more normal activity and with fewer mitigation strategies in place. Fox added, even though masks are slowly being phased out, it doesn't mean people will have a weakened immune system as a result. Instead, there could be potential for exposure to a different kind of sickness. Interestingly, one of the effects on the immune system that people haven't talked about as much is, you know, loneliness and social isolation actually will raise inflammation and actually affect your immune system. That's why we've always stressed um, that physical distance is important, but not social distance. Remaining socially connected has been important even if you couldn't be in person with family and friends. Overall, Fox says that people should not be concerned with any immune system related issues as a result of taking off the mask and that things should be returning to normal soon as more people get vaccinated and coronavirus numbers continue to decrease. WSBT 22's Miles Garrett reporting. Local businesses are breathing a sigh of relief after the much-anticipated Memorial Day weekend. Workers say more people are willing to come out after updated CDC and state guidelines. More people are getting the coronavirus vaccine and more restrictions are being lifted. Some restaurant workers tell me that more people have been coming through, which is very different than last year. Michigan restaurants were closed last Memorial Day weekend. The only service allowed was carryout. We looked to May to be the kickoff of your summer season, and it was pretty disappointing, I'm sure, for operators all around here because, you know, the, the sales volume was okay, but there weren't profits there for sure. Jennifer Trout with the Red Arrow Roadhouse says they've gotten a lot of people coming to the restaurant this weekend. For some customers, it's the first time they've been in a restaurant after being fully vaccinated. All of our customers have been really optimistic. We were so busy yesterday. We had one of our best Saturdays in May to date over the last, you know, 30 years even. Mask restrictions were lifted for fully vaccinated Michiganders two weeks ago. Michigan is lifting curfew and outdoor capacity limits for restaurants. 
Mackenzie Lane with Silver Beach Pizza says they've been packed open until close this weekend. She says more people are coming out as more restrictions are lifted. This weekend, I think people are just really excited to get back out. You know, this is that first holiday weekend that um, vaccines have been more prevalent. People are starting to feel more comfortable getting back out there and dining in restaurants. The general manager of Silver Harbor Brewing Company says the energy is different with more people coming in. He says last year was bleak with carryout only. But a busy holiday weekend is what he and other restaurants needed going into summer. It's happiness, the staff is smiling, uh, the back and front of the house are working together, the customers are drinking beer and eating good food, so it's a great, it's a great start to the holiday. WSBT 22's Erica Finke reporting. Teachers and students are right now preparing for the first day of school. Summer school, that is. Many summer school sessions start this week and next, and schools throughout our area are reporting dramatic increases in the numbers of kids registered. Many school districts have invited an increased number of students to summer school. Others, like Elkhart Community Schools, have invited all students in the district. In the Penn Harris Madison School District, summer school starts Monday. School administrators say teachers are creating curriculum to help students tackle some of the critical areas they know that kids will need additional support support in. The district increased the number of students invited to summer school this year and right now registrations are up about 20 percent in the elementary and middle school levels and in the high school level registrations are also up from previous years. I do believe that that you know a lot of that is based on you know all of the experiences in COVID. I think a lot of parents are concerned about learning loss and I also know that there's a lot of places where um, students who have been virtual for a very long time, um, summer school is a great first step back into a face-to-face -face classroom. An additional week of PHM summer school was added this year to create additional hours of learning. In Elkhart, school officials estimate a 40% increase in enrollment compared to previous years. WSBT 22's Kristen Bean reporting. It's a major investment with high hopes for thousands of local students. A $7.7 .7 million grant for the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joseph County to enhance student learning means a lot to local families. $7.7 .7 million is a lot and it will do a lot, not just here, but for the students that attend Mishawaka, South Bend, and the Career and Success Academies for years to come. Working one-on-one -on -one with the students, the partnerships with the Boys and Girls Club has been integral. When our time ends with our students and they may be going home um, and doing different activities, Boys and Girls Club can make sure that the enriching opportunities that they're providing are tackling those same learning goals that we are in the classroom. Now that will go several steps further. The main tenets of the program are uh, literacy, math fluency, social and emotional learning, and then college and workforce readiness. And CEO Jacqueline Kronk says they will expand from 11 to 23 sites, reaching more than 1,700 students. The goal will be to work on learning loss recovery while expanding programming. So looking at bringing in the Robinson Center, um, which has research-based, evidence-based practices in um, attacking learning loss and remediation, 
and they'll be able to partner with them. Already in all the Mishawaka Elementary Schools, this will now offer resources to middle school students. Boys and Girls Club will allow us to target another population that may not be getting those opportunities at such an important developmental time. South Bend Schools Chief Academic Officer Brandon White says, quote, a critical part of the program will be the information and data sharing agreement that will help us measure student outcomes, develop individualized plans, and maximize student learning in light of the pandemic disruption, end quote. Throughout the pandemic, the Boys and Girls Club has stepped in offering e-learning support for the students. Hickel says the club's efforts have been irreplaceable in keeping students engaged. It would have been really easy for them to say that's not our responsibility, um, but that's not the approach that they take. They're all in in everything that they do, um, and they've been truly a wonderful partnership for us. While this grant is designed to fund the programming for the next two years, Jacqueline Krunk says she fully expects it to be more of a long-term option. She says there's still plenty of money that has yet to be allocated, and she's already in works and trying to secure it. WSBT 22's DJ Manu reporting. The city of South Bend warns of people going door-to-door pretending to be code enforcement employees. It's apparently happened several times. The city's gotten at least three reports of people pretending to work for them, but they say there are a few things you can look for to know if someone is a real city employee. This doorbell video shows a man who claims he works for the city of South Bend on the porch of a South Bend home this week. He just went up straight up to the door and looked through my window at some point. And then that's when I opened the door and talked to him. 16-year-old Nathan Gauker answered the door. He says the man told him to tell his parents that the bush in his front yard was too tall and they needed to cut it. And it was just kind of awkward and kind of off. Gauker says the man didn't have any idea and was driving an unmarked car. The city says code enforcement officers always drive cars with the city logo when on the job. They will have a badge um, with a picture ID so someone would know that they were a a city employee. While code enforcement does make appointments, the city's director of neighborhoods say they also drive around to proactively look for code violations. And if they see something, they might see that property owner out they would stop and, and speak about that. They're on the lookout for vacant properties that might have open windows or doors so they can board them up. Abandoned cars and illegal dumping on vacant lots are also an issue. City code says grass in front of houses should be cut to be less than nine inches tall to prevent problems with animals. The most common citations? Well, I would say that's um, cyclical by virtue of weather. So right now it would be environmental things like grass, weeds, trash. Meyer says if you're ever unsure, just ask to see a person's identification. The city says if someone who is misrepresenting their identity comes knocking on your door, you should first get in touch with police. And if you have any questions about code enforcement, you can call 311. WSBT 22, Selena Guevara reporting. A worldwide fireworks shortage is affecting local businesses and could change how you celebrate the 4th of July. Some of the shops I spoke with started ordering fireworks last year, but shipments overseas and into the United States are slowing the process down going into the summer. There would be warehouses full of fireworks normally right now in the years past. I mean, hundreds and thousands of cases of fireworks. That's not the case right now. 
It's Memorial Day weekend, and some firework retailers are having trouble getting enough products for their customers. Kirk Bryan with you know Baboom I mean? Fireworks in Granger says the issue is getting the fireworks to the storefronts. So there's two ports of being slowed down at China and right when it hits America. Um, you can have product in America, but it can take a while to get it. Danny Streeter with Danny's Fireworks in Laporte says he ordered fireworks for his store in the fall. He says the price increase and shortage of products is really going to surprise some retailers. If you haven't been working on this problem for a few months, the guys that just opened mom and pop stores for a few weeks before the 4th of July are probably in shock this weekend. Streeter says a lot of what's missing across the U.S. are assortments, fountains, artillery shells, and snap pops. Especially coming off of a boom in business last summer, Brian says a lot of established fireworks shops should have a good amount of product. It might not be exactly what customers want, but they'll still be able to put on fireworks shows. We're able to substitute one item for another. We're able to diversify and still bring our customers what they want. I think the, the good retailers are going to have good years, and I do think there's going to be some guys that are gonna, aren't going to make it this year. Both retailers say customers should expect an increase in prices for fireworks, and they also say that it's kind of a wait and see what the price will be like for the 4th of July. WSBT 22's Erica Finke reporting. Last Monday was Memorial Day, and across our area and the country, veterans saluted their departed colleagues by playing taps. It's a Memorial Day tradition, and as you can see, hundreds of locations across the United States participating in this. And all those dots are just the ones who officially registered. This salute more than just a song to veterans and military families. It's played at every veteran funeral, and today people in Buchanan and South Bend joining those across the country in a coordinated effort to show Memorial Day isn't just about celebrating the start of summer. It's important because we're able to commemorate, think of, remember, and thank all the veterans who have passed. Ed Burris led a group that comes out behind Portage Manor in South Bend every year. Before playing the trumpet, they salute the fallen who are buried here. It's meaningful because these veterans had no families, no one to remember them, and they're remembered here by us, and that's why we place the flags on their graves. In Buchanan, the faces of veterans still lining the downtown streets. They were put up a year ago in lieu of a parade during COVID. Members of the American Legion also playing at 3 p.m. sharp. It's all part of the healing process, and uh, like I say, you have different holidays for veterans, you know, but uh, Memorial Day is kind of special because you're remembering. Larry Money served seven years in the Army and was on active duty in Vietnam. Now he's back in his hometown. I got a couple friends that are on the wall. I competed in high school with, you know, Back in 1966, close friend Johnny Wetzel, he was, he was killed in Vietnam early on. A small crowd of kids asked to take their picture with him after the trumpets finished. A lot of this stuff isn't taught in schools anymore, and so the kids need to learn. In both locations, the magnitude of the gesture to go from coast to coast makes the small crowds seem so much bigger. It's an honor to be able to do, the, to do this.
WSBT 22, Selena Guevara. The views expressed on WSBT's community update are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of the host, WSBT Radio, its staff or management. Join us again next week on Community Update on the Sports Leader, 96.1 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 